And one key to traffic is inbound. Okay. And this is a great way. Uh, inbound traffic is so valuable, I should say, because inbound means people have already engaged with something that is out there connected to you and they're interested in learning more. Welcome to You Are Buzzworthy. If your business is centered around people serving people and you want to stand out amongst your competition, then you have to establish your authority within your industry and specifically with the service you provide. For service-based businesses like yours, inbound marketing is the key to garnering that authority. Unfortunately, there are way too many marketers that think the key is just writing a bazillion blogs and posting them on your website. I'm here to tell you that there is more to getting quality traffic to your site than just writing blogs. And that is what I'm going to discuss in this episode. So let's do this. Welcome to another episode of You Are Buzzworthy. Now, a, a few times, a, a couple of, uh, let's see, how long has it been? A couple of weeks now, we were touching on the rule of 26. And we went through all of the different types of tactics. I mean, I ran through a gazillion of them. I'm sure you remember getting that fire hose of information, and I apologize. But now I want to slow things down and start talking about very specific tactics. And today we're going to touch on the rule of 26 KPI of traffic. And one key to traffic is inbound. Okay. And this is a great way. Uh, inbound traffic is so valuable, I should say, because inbound means people have already engaged with something that is out there connected to you and they're interested in learning more. Many think this is just blogging or social media, but they'd be wrong, right? Because if you just do one thing and you miss the mark, you get nothing. And diversity is it helps you be omni-channel and almost omnipotent, if you will. I'm going to uh, <laughs> stretch the meaning of that word a little bit. But Diversity allows you to have, like, well, I'll use myself as an example. I have a podcast. You're listening to the podcast. I have a blog. I'm not very good at keeping my blog up, but I'll get there, right? But I also have social media. And within social media, I'm on different channels because not everyone consumes information the same. And we consume different types of information in the different phases of the sales cycle. So in each of those uh, phases require different information, right? So we need to address the, 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 the need for diversity for one, all right? Because I feel like there's an over-reliance on blogging. One, because it's so good with SEO. Two, because it can get real easy by just getting on a microphone spitting poetic and then just transcribing it and putting it up on a blog, which makes for bad blogs. Okay. Um, there is a, a difference between a rushed blog and a well-written blog. Okay. So blog is blogging is also an oversaturated tactic. You know, there's millions of blogs for on every topic you could possibly imagine. Right. And not all audiences even prefer written content. 
That's why I have the visual content in my social media, written content in my blogs and the articles that I write for different publications. And I have video for, uh, for our podcast is on video and YouTube, and we have the audio on podcasts, right? So blogs, if you just focused on blogs, they can limit the depth of information that you can share, especially on complex top on complex topics. Okay. So while blogs contribute to SEO, relying on them can miss out. You, you will miss out on video, SEO, podcast indexing, and other content driven search opportunities. So there's a need for that diverse content, right? And you need to cater that content to a variety of client personas. Right. We we talk about this in ARCP of the Rule 26, the average revenue per client. When we're looking at that profit predictably profitable prospect, the P3, right? Okay. So your P3s have different personalities with that. So the personas is a generalization. Personalities are the individual needs, right? So some are gonna love white papers and case studies. Others, they want to do video right? And we'll talk about video a little bit more later. Others, like I said, podcasts, you're, you're a podcast listener. Otherwise you wouldn't be listening right now. Okay. Other people like to dive into books where we can get really deep. Right. And I have a book myself, the rule of 26. You guys, most of you guys know that if you haven't got the book, go to rule of and get yourself a free copy right now in the, now I digress. Okay. So there are two real world examples that I'd like, um, that I've just shown you, right? We got the podcast, right? Um, but then I've got another one that I want to share with you. That's Alex Boyd and Revenue Zen. He has a LinkedIn strategy. And it's really cool because he's he's not a big flashy guy. Um, he's out of St. Louis. He, he owns an SEO company. They're, they work on really big projects. And um, he has garnered over $4 million worth of revenue from what he describes as a one post on LinkedIn per week strategy. Pretty cool, huh? I'm like, I don't know how he does it. I've actually looked at his posts and go, I don't get why people want to do it, but it works. And it works so well that he's actually put together a process of how he's done this. And I admittedly haven't gone through the whole thing, but everybody who I've uh, pointed at for this training has told me they have seen a huge change. So I owe it to myself as of this recording to get off my butt and, <laughs> and do this training so I can start seeing those. But I mean, even I, with my clumsy strategy in LinkedIn, because I'm just not a big social media guy. Like I, I'm there. I like to, to interact and stuff like that. It's just not my thing. Okay. So I'm getting better at myself. But with, with this type of strategy that Alex has here, he's utilizing multiple pieces that we've already talked about into his LinkedIn. He's not just blogging on LinkedIn, which a lot of people do with articles, right? So if, if somebody can do one post a week on social media, right? He's also a blogger. He's also on podcasts. He does guest speaking and I think he actually hosts this stuff, okay? So he's just getting that 4 million out of just the social media, but all of the other content around that supports that, 
It's not just, oh, we saw this one post and they call them and say, hey, we want to spend money with you. It's they call the one post, they do some research, they can maybe go to their website, his website, see some blogs on topics that he wants. Maybe they go check out the podcast or maybe in, in any order, if you will, and they go, okay? So enough about Alex right now. Let's Let's move on here to webinars and workshops, okay? Because I think this right here, and it's it's something that I'm going to be doing in 2024 much better because people want this information in a live setting, right? Like a webinar or online workshop, okay? That live engagement um, creates that interta- interactivity. Uh, people feel heard when they have questions in live uh, in live time, right? In real time, I should say. Um, all of this lends to a connection with the people in that virtual room. Now, some people will take those live recordings and then put them on auto repeat or replace, right? They've got these uh, auto webinar uh, softwares that basically people can sign up, they go to the replay. Um, now with AI, you can even have a chat bot answer questions of the audience in real time from a database of, of information related to your webinar. It's pretty cool stuff. Um, and if you want to learn more about that, email me at yabp at buzzworthy.biz. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that later. I digress. Okay. What I want to get back to is if you're going to do a webinar or a workshop, it's really important that you select a topic that's going to bring value to the attendees. And then from there, when you're promoting that webinar or workshop that you are uh, marketing with a uh, value proposition that entices people to be there because the one commodity that people cannot replace is time. And if you waste their time, you will lose those, that audience. Okay. I'm going to be using uh, webinars actually in 2024. I'm going to start a rule of 26 webinar series starting in January. Um, if you want to get on the waiting list for that, go to ruleof26.com slash webinar to, uh, to sign up. And then I'll, you'll get on the list of, uh, for the email list, I should say, to uh, get more information as those start coming out. Okay. So um, the next thing I want to talk about is video content. Oh, man. Video is huge. Uh, even for just me, I, I don't know why I have waited so long to get on YouTube. I, it's, I, I, I hit myself in the head. I kicked myself in the butt, however you want to say it, but YouTube, Vimeo, um, even they have video podcasting now. I mean, there's video is everywhere, right? You have video in your social media. Video is ranked higher on all social media than any other type of content, right? So make sure that however you're utilizing or however you're disseminating your information, Make sure video is part of your mix. Now, we just talked about webinars. Those can be on video, right? Those, you should be on video. You know, zoom it, uh, use things like, um, we use a, a program called uh, StreamYard. Um, there's, there's, there's hundreds of them. It doesn't matter which one you use, just use one and get good at using it, right? That none of them are hard to use, okay? The, the, the key is just starting to create the content. Okay. Now you might start creating video content right now and not even uh, broadcast it. You might not upload it quite yet because maybe you have a series of videos that you want to create. That's fine, but don't wait till it's perfect. Just start getting it out there. 
Okay. You can check out our YouTube uh, channel at, uh, it's at Buzzworthy Marketing. Uh, you, that's our handle on YouTube. And you can see we've created uh, a few lines or a few channels. Is it channels? I can't ever remember. Uh, like I said, I'm new to the YouTube, right? But if uh, we have different playlists, that's what they're called uh, for different things. So we have the Buzzworthy Marketing Podcast. We have the You Are Buzzworthy Podcast. We have the Your Extraordinary Growth Podcast. And then we've got reels that uh, um, do highlights of our podcast. And uh, we're going to be starting to uh, upload some of our video content from our webinars and our workshops. And we're going to have how-to videos on there. So the, the, it, you can see how the, the, the uh, possibilities are endless. Okay. What I like about video the, the best and what I'm really looking forward to in the webinar uh, and the workshop is that I'm going to be able to break down complex topics in a digestible format, right? Uh, YouTube, perfect for, right? Because you can go long format with YouTube, but don't forget to utilize video on social media, right? You can also create short animated explainers, right? They're, if you don't like to be on camera, um, they've got these programs out there that'll animate or do whiteboard sketches for you. All you got to do is talk into the microphone and the, uh, the, the program does it all for you, right? Um, one of the guys who does video the best that I, that I kind of look up to is Russell Brunson. Okay. I might not agree with his platform. <laughs> I'd be the first to admit I'm not a uh, ClickFunnels uh, a user. Uh, and that's who Russell Brant, uh, Brunson is, is the uh, co-founder of ClickFunnels. Um, but he's, his marketing machine is huge, right? I mean, it's a $10 million company. Um, and they have invested heavily in video, right? They have live events that they then take replays of pieces of those into their marketing. They do online challenges and then they replay those challenges and they, they just have video down packed. And so if you wanna see uh, somebody who's doing video really well, check him out, okay? Podcasts and interviews is the next thing I wanna talk about. We talked about how I have podcasts. You just heard I have three podcasts, right? If you're not looking to host your own podcast, think about guesting on podcasts and then taking the content that you have for, that, that you can literally just ask, hey, can I have the files? That's what I do. Hey, this was a great interview. I would love to chop this up and you reuse, uh, reutilize all of this uh, that we talked about in my social media mix and then point back to your show and help you uh, promote it, right? Now, the helping promoting and the tagging and stuff like that is a, that right there um, is kind of paying it back to the person who has had you on their show, especially if it's a popular show, okay? But the thing, the thing is, is that you are waxing poetic on somebody else's show and Showing your audience that other people are interested in what you say by being a guest on other people's podcasts is huge. I've been on 150 of them. Just yesterday, we had somebody reach out to my company and say, hey, I heard Buzz on a podcast and I want to talk to him about my SEO. Sweet. Proof positive. It works. He's not the that person, don't know if it's he or she, but that person um, is not the first, will not be the last. Okay. The, the key is this. The, the growing influence of podcasts is reaching decision makers on the go and has been a game changer for me. Hundreds of thousands of dollars of uh, business has come from my appearances on other people's podcasts. 
literally hundreds of thousands of dollars. Okay. And as I mentioned before, this podcast is part of my authority building strategy. We now are about 15 months in and already I've been, uh, we just looked at the numbers today, over 54,000 downloads, right? We're in season five. We do a season every three months. Okay. So sick. Uh, that's, you know, you, you do the math there. That, so that's a lot of years, right? The great thing about this podcast is that it's something I enjoy doing. And I much rather chat it up on this microphone than be stuck writing blogs every day. Okay. So if you're not going to host guest, and if you don't want to guest and you just want to have your own platform, kind of like what I've kind of done with this one here, then I'm going to tell you right now, it works. You're listening. Okay. So once you, that th there's a couple secrets of being a guest or a host. Okay. Once you have th your, the audience's attention, you want to make sure that you have, and this is anything, okay? It's not just for podcasts. This is for your videos. This is for your blogs. This is for your social media posts, the whole nine yards, okay? You want to have some interactive tools, maybe even calculators that can provide value and generate and or, and, or build your list, okay? So what I mean by this, okay? I have the rule of 26. I have a book now, okay? For uh, at the beginning, we sold the book. Um, because there's this game that you have to play, uh, to become a bestseller. You have to sell books. Okay, great. So I sold a bunch of books. That's great. Every one of you that bought my book, I really appreciate your contributions to that movement because it has helped me open doors because as a best-selling author, uh, I get taken uh, more seriously when I ask to be on stage or when my agent asks for me to be on stages, or maybe my friends are talking about me to other people saying, hey, you should have Buzz on his on your stage, right? Um, I've had people that when I'm on their, their podcasts even, um, talk about, hey, you, have you ever been to this uh, summit or this convention, dot, dot, dot. Hey, let me introduce you to people, right? Being a best-selling author is one of these little magical keys that just makes people pay attention to more, right? You still have to provide the value, right? And you, and you still have to uh, generate the interest, but at least you have some uh, validation, right? It's part of my, how I've built my authority, right? Enough people have said, yes, I'll spend money to find out what Buzz has to say to, to make it a bestseller. Perfect. Okay, so I digress. But just think about that. What You don't have to write a whole book. What if you just had a white paper? We talked about that earlier. Maybe the white paper is what you can offer for free, right? Um, other ideas might be calculators or maybe just a checklist, right? What's your business? Maybe you're in uh, financial planning, right? And you have a checklist to building the best budget for the upcoming year or get out of debt. Here's your checklist, you know, whatever that looks like, right? Um, other people that I've seen, they've used quiz funnels to help people assess where they're at uh, within whatever topic they're covering, Okay. Uh, interactive PDFs, work, um, workbooks, uh, guides, all of these things that, cr that create uh, and diversify your content. This is the strategy you need to take a look at. The most simple things um, can be then remarketed in different types of media and utilized in a plethora of ways, okay? And it include templates for content calendars, um, audience segmentation, 
all of those things. The biggest thing is that you are trying to create ROI for the time they spend and the email they're going to chalk up, or they're going to cough up to have that content. So one, you're going to entice them to pay attention to you and they're going to engage you, right? And two, you're going to offer them more content and more value uh, after you're done talking. Um, but then at, at the end of that, whatever, when they do give you that email and they do take a uh, download, whatever you have to offer, they get value out of that, right? And then for you, you need to take a look at your audience segmentation and make sure that you're tracking uh, for each thing that you're offering. And then, and I'm not just talking tracking how many people downloaded, how many people downloaded it and then bought from you, or maybe they downloaded it and you they talked to you and then they may or may not have bought you bought from you, right? You want to track all of these things because sometimes you might have something that you give away free that only attracts tire kickers. Well, then maybe we shouldn't be sending that out, right? Maybe uh, a certain, what we call tripwires, like a free checklist or anything like that, um, are attracting DIYers and you are a done for you service, right? So make sure that what you're giving away is in line with your client value journey, okay? So in, my, in, in closing here, we talked about maximizing the ROI with utilizing diverse content right? And so we have all of these things, videos, podcasts, social media, blogs, articles, webinars, work, uh, workshops. I think I might have already said that. I'm sorry. Um, all of these things that we can use one piece of information and redistribute that same information on all of those channels and then test it out there to maximize your ROI, right? It's important that you understand your audience and cater whatever content you create to their consumption preferences, okay? In one of the upcoming episodes, I'm going to be diving into the nuances of effective B2B social media strategies as well, okay? So, um, and I'll probably dive further into video specifically and maybe some workshops. Um, I'm sure we're going to talk about our workshops um, that we're doing for Rule 26. Maybe I'll give you some behind the scenes looks as we get close to that. And you can learn as I'm learning because I'll be honest with you, webinars are not something that I've used a lot of, but I have seen them do really done really well and I've seen them done really bad. And so I've taken that market research over the last now 15 years that I've been watching people do it and me just not having something, I finally have something to share, right? The rule 26, I want to get this out to as many people. And I want to give you guys an opportunity to share what you're learning here with other people through those webinars and workshops, and then maybe even engage you guys more into helping you execute the rule 26. Because that's my strategy is to bring you guys so much value that you become successful in your own right with or without me right? It's the whole point of the rule 26. It's why I wrote it so that anybody can have what they need to be successful in their marketing by utilizing a very simple and straightforward way of approaching their marketing strategy. I hope today was a very informative day. I know I rambled on a little bit, but I'm going to tell you, I, I, I came into this, uh, this episode a little free flowing. Okay. And so maybe you guys could uh, email me and let me know, or go actually tell you what, go to either LinkedIn or my Instagram page or Facebook. Um, all of those links are in the uh, show notes and on my website. Um, and and just DM me and tell me, do you like it when I have like a really straightforward uh, ABC format? Or do you like it when I'm just kind of 
waxing uh, kind of free flowing, right? Uh, either way, if you liked what you heard, please subscribe if you haven't already. Give us a review. And until next time, stay buzzworthy.